forgot the clomometer. I'm gonna go get it. God damn it! It's Rick's job Hola, to interrupt the fucking Benvenidos a Miss Education Day, Bill. Yo soy Bill. Yo soy Ryan. <laughs> y él está Rick. But he's not here because he went to go get the clamometer. You can't say and that. And in case you bad. haven't figured out our theme, it is Cinco de Mayo. The most white Mexican holiday of all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you do to celebrate this special Mexican holiday, Ryan? I went to um, O'Flannery's and got me some Irish nachos. Tater okay, tots that's... with uh, nacho cheese and some beans on it. Hey, guys, yeah. oh, I'm back. But guess what? I have some bad news. What? You left the thermometer somewhere. No, well, I... Maybe, yes, because I don't know where it is. <laughs> I, like, I like how he said yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> That's his default affirmative statement. <laughs> yes. Um, um, Rick. What? Hey, guys. What are you drinking? What are you drinking on this Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> well, actually, I took a page out of Bill's book. And Uh-oh. I went and bought myself a burrito that you guys just watched me eat, which I'm sure you loved. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I recorded it for later. <laughs> <laughs> right next door. I don't know what that means. Right next door, there is a place that sells hard ciders. Ooh. So I decided to go in, see what they had. And they did have one that was appealing to me. And it's an apricot hatch green chili cider. Interesting. So yeah. I say apricot. You say apricot? It depends on what I'm talking about, probably. Well, don't you think it's the same word? Well, but it, like, do you ever say neither or neither, or do you always say one or the other? I always say one or the other. So you change it. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I didn't say that. Which one do you always say? I always say neither. <laughs> You've never, you don't say neither. <laughs> no, no. Well, and Ryan hasn't neither. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, so if I was going to eat and you know what? Yeah. I don't think I say apricot. You know, what's weird is I do say neither, but I also say either. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you say what's either? Hey, do you hey, say guys, either? Hey. No. Wait, hey, do you say either, neither or neither? Or I say, no, I, I say neither and either, but I never say neither or either. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> I like it. Finally, he gets to the joke. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Ryan, having a. What are you drinking? Time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking, Ryan? Yes. Uh, Is I it whiskey? Yeah. Yes. The Cosmic Pyrokinesis Hazy India Pale Ale from Mother Earth Brewing Company in Vista, California. Nice. It's got a pretty cool label. Pretty cool. So I made myself a drink tonight. Um, I got some, uh, Svedka ginger lime flavored vodka. Okay. And so I mixed that with a ginger beer and some limes that I had left over from making my Cinco de Mayo tacos. And I have a very gingery, very limey Moscow mule, which, you know, Cinco de Mayo means (laughs) Moscow. (laughs) Cinco de Moscow. Moscow. Yeah, it's it's a throwback to the Cuban Missile Crisis. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, but Cubans not Mexican though, bro. <laughs> but they still say Cinco de Mayo. N- no, no. 
I mean, yeah, they speak Spanish. Spanish. I mean, they do. Yeah, it literally <laughs> means May fifth when they're talking <laughs> about this day. But yes, right. Well, you think this day is celebrated real big in Mexico? No, I don't. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's as Mexican as it is Cuban. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Which is neither. <sighs> a, I've already got a lot of bleep work to do as it is. Maybe we should get to trivia before we get ourselves in too much trouble. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, um, quick actually, recap. Uh, we we should even, talk about what movie we're talking <laughs> we about, right? Know what movie we're talking about? <laughs> I mean, we do. Yeah, and I know fa- what it is. So and so do our faithful listeners that you know muddled through that last live episode where we were a little drunk and a lot chewing on hot jelly beans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are we are talking about true romance tonight, um, which is ironic because it was made in 1993 and it is my turn to do trivia. And last time I did trivia, it was also 1993. Is that how irony works? Yeah. Is that the Alanis Morissette definition of irony? It's just a general coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's like 10,000 spoons. (laughs) Yeah. When all you need is a knife, right? Yep. It's like, see, I I got that pop culture reference. Good job. Cool. It's like meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife. That's not irony at all. That's just like how things happen. That's that's just meeting people. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 1993. Okay, 1993. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a mixture of some new trivia and some of the exact same questions I asked you last time uh, to see how Rick does on those. So uh, here's how it's going to go. If it's a brand new question, Ryan gets to go first. <laughs> if it's a question, if it's a question I asked you last time, Rick gets to go first. And what are the questions worth? Well, I think we should argue over the points for the next 10 minutes. What do you think? That'd be very on brand. (laughs) Okay. So, um, Rick, you're first on this question. Because it's new. Yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) I wasn't listening. I don't know what that is. I know. (laughs) And that's why you're going to do great here. Uh, In 1993... This company announced that it was ending its 97-year-old catalog department. Sears. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. not a new question. I know. Rick yeah. was first on the old questions because he doesn't pay attention. That's not what you said just now. Is that, yes, yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> and when you edit this episode, you'll find out that's what I said. And then I made a jokey joke that I wasn't <laughs> listening. That's uh, why you right. got confused. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Ryan, it's your turn. Yes. Okay. Uh, In 1993, these two giant toy manufacturers announced a $1 billion merger. One point for each. Two giant toy manufacturers. Hasbro and Mattel. You get one point. Rick, can you name the other? Do I get to guess two? I'm not going to tell you which one he got right. Do I get to guess two? Because he got to guess two? I'm going to say... Sure, why not? What did he say? I said Hasbro (laughs) and Mattel. All right. Why don't you turn your headphones up a little bit louder? (laughs) Can you even pay attention for a sentence? (laughs) I forgot. I heard it. I just didn't listen Uh, to it. It's like white men can't jump. mm -hmm. You can't hear Jimmy. All right. I'm going to say Mattel and... 
<laughs> Milton Bradley. Okay. And wait, so I get you to guess get one. no points. And, okay, no, I get to that guess again. Two. I, well, it's, Why? Because I, I, I got to use his as one, and then I get two new ones. No. But you didn't even know whether or not Mattel was right. <laughs> right. So Hasbro and Parker Brothers. No. Okay. okay. So it was Mattel and Fisher Price. Uh, so the score is tied one to one. Ooh. All right. I like it. Okay. Rick. Yes. In 1993, the Eiffel Tower welcomed its what millionth visitor? It was multiple choice last time. Yeah, I know. And it's not this time because we know the answer. 150 million. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> it, it's nice. 150th millionth was the, yes. was the bill yeah, answer. That is correct. Okay. Uh, Ryan... In 1993, a postage stamp commemorating this rock and roller went on sale. That's so easy. Elvis. Correct. Oh, last name. You got to go last. Elvis Elvis Presley. Mm. (laughs) Yes, it was Elvis Presley. So we are tied again at 2-2. Okay. Rick. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. Can you name... The best-selling book of 1993. <laughs> <laughs> the Bridges of Madison County. Yes! Nice! He does See, pay this attention. Is, this is almost more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, Ryan. Yes? Who was inaugurated as president and what number president in 1993? Two points. Is this? Yep. Bill Clinton, 41. Rick. Bill Clinton, 42. It was Bill Clinton, 42. Yes. I don't get one point for having the right answer. no. No, no, you get a point. We're tied. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, okay, uh, we'll do one more, and then we'll do a Price is Right one to just Ooh, decide right. the winner. Ryan's favorite. One dollar. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. If I can guess the answer ahead of time, do I get points? Extra points? <laughs> Are you guessing a dollar? Because <laughs> no. Ryan could just then guess two. No, so no. It'd be real dumb. No, no. If I can guess the answer to this next question before you ask it. Um. Ooh, I, sure. Okay, but if I don't get it right, I still get to hear the question. If you don't get sure. it right, you lose a point. No, that's not. No, he already agreed to not doing that. The answer is unforgiven. No. <laughs> okay. Lose a point. Although that, although that did win an Oscar for Best Picture. Right. So since you guessed, now Ryan gets to go first. Ha. Uh, in 1993, construction began on this rock and well-known roll structure. Hall of Fame. <laughs> that is correct, Ryan. Garbage. Okay, so now for all the marbles, we all, are going to go. Points do not matter anymore. This is the only thing that matters. This is the only thing that matters. Price is right. Rules. Ryan goes first. Okay. What was the cost of a 30-second Super Bowl ad in 1993? Two hundred thousand dollars. 
Rick? $200,001. Rick wins. It was $850,000. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ryan's so bad at the price is right. You know, okay, so that think, was that was happens, our recap of 1993. Well, I think I think there you got confused because that question I asked before was from 1980 and it was in the 200,000s. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And you guessed half a million for 1980. Mm-hmm, right. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- actually what I think happens is the fact that I have to listen to three times as many hours of your fucking bullshit <laughs> in my brain is very confusing to me. So when you ask oh, things that man. happened pre- previously, yeah. Now speaking of everyone's favorite, here's what we need from the listeners. We need you to email us or text us or comment on our Instagram or something like that. Stock us at our houses, whatever. If you've been listening faithfully to this podcast, the two episodes previous to this were recorded live. And now we're back <laughs> on zoom for this episode. And we need you to tell us, which you like better. Do you prefer the Zoom episodes or the live episodes? Because if you prefer live, we're going to try and make the effort to not do all of them, but at least do more of them live. Um, but if an overwhelming number of you can't handle how quickly those uh, <laughs> jabs are coming in at each other, let us know. And I will also say from uh, production corner, uh, I will strive to improve my work. I've not been pulling my weight on that part of the podcast. So the live shows will sound better in the future. And hopefully they'll take less time to set up. (laughs) Maybe if you helped. (laughs) You know, if I help, they'll take longer. (laughs) You're probably right. All right, gentlemen. It is now time to talk about the movie True Romance. Two, two, Womance. Twoo Womance. Wove. Twoo Wove. Yes, True Romance. True Romance. True Romance. I love a Scooby Doo showed up and said, True Romance. Oh, man. So. There's so much to talk about hey, Bill, with this movie. So you haven't yeah. seen this movie before. I had not. I had not. Ne- I had not heard of it. I had not seen it. I had no idea what to expect. Did I forget, guys? Did we do a recap with Bill on this one? Uh, yeah, we did. Was he, he didn't- anywhere close? No, 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 obviously <laughs> not. I mean, when you watch this movie, no one was going to guess that by the no. title. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, um, man, it was it was interesting. So let me let me let me see if I can sum up the plot. You know, this is that uh, segment where Bill ruins movies if you haven't seen it. Okay, so comic book store employee goes to Kung Fu movie trilogy on his birthday, is picked up by a prostitute. They fall in love in that one night. Uh, it's a real Dharma find- and Greg situation. Sure. He <laughs> finds out that she has a pimp. He goes to the pimp's house, murders him and everyone else in the house. Not true. Leaves his, leaves his driver's license in the hands of one of the dead bodies, but remembers to steal a suitcase full of cocaine. Unwittingly. No, I think that's on purpose. No, he was nope. trying to get Alabama stuff. 
He didn't know there was coke in that suitcase. He just took the suitcase because thought it was her clothes. He told the other prostitute. <laughs> he to told get the girl her to get her his clothes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So he unwittingly steals a suitcase full of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Visits his dad, who's an ex-cop. Tells him to find out if anyone's looking for him. He tells him he's in the clear, so he tells him he's going to Hollywood. He goes and hangs out with Brad Pitt's buddy, uh, <laughs> Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I think Brad Pitt's Michael Rappaport's buddy in this movie, but yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. And they decide to contact Balky at an amusement park. <laughs> I fucking As you love did. Balky. And sell the cocaine to a movie producer that he is connected with. Uh, then and hilarity that, ensues. Yeah. And then everyone dies except for our hero and the prostitute. And they get away clean with the money. Did They took the money, right? They got the $200,000. They took that. They take the $200,000 and they go to Cancun and have yeah. a baby. They didn't get the Coke that was blasted to smithereens. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if man, Someone could envision in their mind a perfect Quentin Tarantino script. Would it be more perfect than this? I mean, this is this kick ticks all of the Tarantino boxes, comic books, Kung Fu, violence, swearing, the mob, go uh, guns, coke. Cadillac, Elvis, the right. N word, <laughs> lots of the N word. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's interesting, right? I think so. I've seen Pulp Fiction, yeah, and I've seen Reservoir Dogs, and you must have seen Kill Bill, right? And I've seen both Kill Bills, yes. And I would say that, like, the the difference in these movie, this movie, and those movies is that. Tarantino didn't direct this. This was Ridley yeah. Scott, right? It's Tony Scott. Tony's okay. Whatever. Ridley They're brothers. Scott's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Tony Scott is the guy that made like Top Gun. And right, two. right. Yeah. Tony Scott's made a bunch of well-known movies, right? Yeah. So I mean, they both have, but so this must have been like one of Tarantino's first scripts and he wasn't like big enough to demand his own, uh, directing, or do you think he just didn't want to direct this? No, this, this was his, this is one of his first two scripts that he sold. So this and natural born killers are the two that he wrote that he didn't direct. Right. And, um, natural born <clears throat> killers, Bruce Willis. I've heard, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. I mean, it's it's Bruce Willis. No, I thought it was Woody Harrelson. It is. (laughs) Okay. It's fine. We, that's what we got right here. Keep, keep us honest. So I try and inject chaos into this podcast. I thought that when we watched dazed and confused, we were watching natural born killers. Mm, Very very different movie. I I thought those were the same movie. No. (laughs) Well, so the thing about these two movies Quentin Tarantino hates natural born killers because it's not what he wrote. Right. That's an Oliver Stone. It got got changed a lot. Oliver Stone directed that movie. And you know how Oliver Stone is like, he just has his own vision. Bill doesn't know how Oliver Stone is. What else has Oliver Stone done that I might've seen? Oh, you might've seen. I don't know. I mean, have you seen JFK? No. Did you watch W? Did you watch born on 4th of July? No. 
Never mind. Let's just keep going. <laughs> no, so, you almost got uh, to a list. <laughs> uh, anyway, he doesn't like what he did with that, but I did because I so I did did some research because I knew that he didn't like one of these two movies, and I thought maybe he didn't like both of them. But apparently, True Romance is pretty close to what he envisioned, except. It's a. I don't think it's quite as much of a love story, and it wasn't as saccharine as this movie in compared to what he wrote. Um, Did you say saccharine? Yeah, like, like the sweetener. S- yeah, yes. Like it's that's kind of how you refer to movies, like yep. when they're sweet. And I this agree. movie is a little sweeter than. Huh. I've you, never uh, heard that before. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you, well, you would have been. I mean, no, it's not. But um, <laughs> does this saccharine cause cancer? <laughs> well, well, you know, saccharine- I've seen this movie. The the connotation was saccharine. When it's you like use sweet it. and low, right? When you use it in that connotation, it it's sweet with no nourishment. It's oversweet. It's it's there's no body behind it. It's just like sugar high without anything behind it. Okay, so like what we might also <laughs> call syrupy, like so like what we would call any movie you watch. Syrupy would imply that it's slower, though. It has a viscosity to it. Yeah, and Scissorpy would be different also. We'll what? get into that later. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, at the end of the movie that Quentin Tarantino wrote, Clarence dies. That would have been way better. Well, I think Clarence should have died. So, he, what, what Quentin said... I, I was actually hoping it was going to be a Romeo and Juliet sort of thing. That, like, the bullet glanced off his head and knocked him unconscious. She thought he was dead and, like, blows her own brains out. And then he wakes up, sees her dead, and blows his brains out. I would have liked that whole Romeo and Juliet kind of ending, too. Right, because... Better, yeah. better than a happily ever after. Yeah. Right, because, no, because, you know, because you know what Romeo and Juliet is, so that's why you want to see it again. But when it comes to this movie... <laughs> I, I think Romeo and Juliet's pretty commonly known. No, I know that's it's one of your only touchstones you have. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just my my point is that both of the main characters, your protagonists here, Alabama and uh, Clarence, are deeply flawed morally, and mm-hmm. typically in a movie writing or like a. From a from a play standpoint, when you're when both of your protagonists are that flawed morally, usually it's going to lead to a tragedy, not a happy ending. Right. But so here's two things. Um, so Tarantino said that he thinks that the movie that Tony Scott made didn't earn the kind of ending of them to die because it was a romance movie from beginning to end. It wasn't it didn't mm-hmm. have that Tarantino edge to it. Right. Sure. Thanks okay. for thanks for the <laughs> clinking. Uh, one of those words <laughs> out. Whoa, everybody! The but also well, that'll get you fired from ESPN. It's AAPI <laughs> month, bro. Tone it so, down. So since you don't know, um, since we don't know Tarantino, we didn't talk to him about this movie. I want to ask you this though. I've you. got a surprise for you guys. <laughs> Special guest. Bring him out. <laughs> Get out here. Uh, do you think that Alabama and Clarence are the morally flawed characters in this movie? I'm not saying they're more morally flawed than anyone else in this film, but they are morally flawed. Do you I think mean, so? You, yeah, they're, they're murderers. They He only murdered people 
when he was forced to. He wasn't out murdering he, people on his own accord. Was he, he forced was, to murder Drexel? He wasn't forced to murder Drexel. Drexel was attacking him and was going to kill him for sure. What about he, all the other people at the house? They all would have. Did you, did you see where he was? Like the, yeah, the situation. Okay. Was, okay listen, no, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. no I'm saying hang on. <laughs> I said it first. When, when he talks to Val Kilmer Elvis in the bathroom before he ever goes to Drexel's house, right? He says he's going there to kill him, and he tells her that he's going to kill him. His intention is to kill Drexel from the second he leaves his house to go find him. And and he has that conversation with Val Kilmer Elvis in his mind. What's a Drexel? Uh, a Drexel is one of the greatest roles I've ever seen from uh, what's his face? Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Legend. That guy can do that guy can do anything, okay. can't he? So when you yeah, he could play a racially androgynous character. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they call that out beforehand though. Like Right, right. He acts it's, like it's not <laughs> he says he's part Creole, but he's just a white boy. Right. But, but it wasn't white boy day. So how's you know, white day? Yeah. No, he's a white guy that doesn't think he's a white guy. Right. <sighs> um, well, but also, that, Bill, you say, you say that uh, Clarence killed everyone in the uh, whorehouse. And I feel like he only killed the pimp and the pimp's bodyguard and not all of the women of the night in the room. Yeah, I... Maybe he just killed all the guys, but there's that scene with uh, when we first are introduced to Christopher Walken's character Mm -hmm. where he says that everyone was dead and the product is missing. Well, everybody that mattered was dead. Everybody that he knows exists was dead. Right. right. So, I mean, if if Christopher Walken can say everyone's dead, can't I? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but also if if you were a indentured servant as those women were in that situation as soon as you Which saw have been. <laughs> no <laughs> as soon as you saw your pimp killed wouldn't you grab your shit and run the fuck out of there and not be around when Christopher Walken shows up yeah yeah absolutely so um, anyway so going back to 1993 so we're watching Tombstone 93 right. yep Do- we're watching Doc Holliday kill it he's Pretty good, right? We all like that role. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Val Kilmer was better as Doc Holliday or as Elvis in this movie? A hundred percent, Doc, Doc Holliday. <laughs> okay, just making sure. I mean, I wouldn't have known that it was Val Kilmer if I hadn't seen in the like credits that it was Val Kilmer and in the like X-ray thing when I paused it. Yeah, on an Amazon, which is funny because they also don't list him as Elvis, right? They list him as mentor, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like there's some okay. copyright shit going on there. Well, weird. Yeah. It's the same year. They should have just been like guy from the new postage stamp. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is this is also a movie like Tombstone where every six minutes a super famous person shows up oh, on the Jesus. screen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe even more than Tombstone. I like how Samuel Jackson is in this movie for five minutes, just like Goodfellas. Right. Well, he's he did that for a long time, you know. I, I like how his five minutes is talking about <laughs> ass too, right? Um, uh, I mean, he was—you know—you forget that like his first <laughs> Quentin his, Tarantino loves having him in scenes talking about what he's eating, like <laughs> right. ass, Le Royale with cheese, <laughs> right? A tasty burger. 
<laughs> Which is weird because this is the movie that Brad Pitt doesn't eat in. He only <laughs> right? smokes bowls. Because he's always eating in every movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, but like, it, you know, and Samuel Jackson, you know, he, his first role, I think, was coming to America, right? Like, that's when he first hit the screen. And he didn't, he was always I wouldn't old. know. I've never seen it. Ugh, right. Of course not. He's really old when he got famous. I mean, not really old. He was older gentlemen yeah, you know and so he didn't like bust out of the scene when he was 20 there's right. no like young samuel jackson films right you know and then you see these movies too and you're like all the people that are really famous in it don't have a lot of them weren't famous yet james gandolfini wasn't oh anything God. yet you know His he's good in this great, though yes. he, he does a good job with yeah. this. like it's hard it's hard to watch a guy beat the shit out of a girl right? yeah like that, that was a tough, that's a hard scene to watch in that hotel room. I, I had a hard time yes, with that one. But I will also say that both of the actors involved played their parts incredibly well. Oh yeah. No. And she's, I love it. I love that. She just takes it and right. keeps on laughing. And like, she is not going to bend and she is not going to break. Like that is one of the coolest things about her character and Clarence's character is that they never crack under the pressure like neither one of them are hardened criminals or necessarily plan for any of the you know stages of this escalation of crime and violence but they they never crack under the pressure either one of them right it's because they're really in love although i was disappointed that Clarence doesn't discover the wire on Balky's balls in the elevator. <laughs> I felt like he should have like busted him right there. That then was a good there. twist though. Yeah. I like I but like I, yeah, I yeah, like you could see the setup coming with the big shootout. Right. I uh, one of the things that I Also I think that uh <laughs> 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 it's Ryan's turn to talk, Rick. <laughs> it's always Ryan's turn to talk. Are we going to have another one of these episodes where Ryan quits? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that we crossed the Sizemore paradigm because I feel like Sizemore is such an amazing uh, paradox of an actor in all these movies. <laughs> He's such a crazy fuck in this movie. I don't know what you're did, talking about. Did, hey, Ryan, did you buy a new pee popper for your thing? You want to see a bunch of P words? Paradigm, 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 parallel, parallelograms. The Sizemore paradigm of his paradox. What are we talking about here? Well, We're it's talking. about his fake penis. Right. Yes. Tom Sizemore is a uh-huh. fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. And. He's a lunatic in this movie, and he's a lunatic in a lot of movies. Who love, is he? Who is he? He's, he's the cop that he. I love that he's like when he's listening to Balky. He's just like, I love this guy. This oh, guy. that guy. Yeah, yeah I yeah, like that guy. Yeah, yeah. I like that guy. So, I always. So I have a thing about Tom Sizemore. I always used. No, to, he was saying he loved Clarence, not that he loved Balky. Yes. Yeah, uh, he was super into right. loving Clarence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's listening to Balky's wife. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, I so, like how I like how he's always Balky and never Bronson Pinchot. It's Balky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you guys seen uh, the Langoliers? I think I saw it on TV. I think I saw it. Yeah, but a long yeah, time so ago. So I've seen that a bunch, and I have that DVD because why not? Right. Right. Yeah. But the one Bronson Pinchot, he's so. Pinchot? What did you just call him? 
Just Isn't it Pin- Bronson Pinchot? No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Pinchot. We'll go for now. Bronson Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Action Bronson, Bronson Pinocchio. Johnson. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> uh, he is so good as the bad guy in that movie. And just like he just goes crazier and crazier and loses his mind slowly throughout that whole movie. And he just does such a good job. And you'd like it because like like Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday, he just gets sweatier and sweatier and sweatier. <laughs> yeah, but how about his role in Beverly Hills Cop when he's Serge? I've never seen it. Uh Wait a minute. We haven't talked about. This. He's never seen Beverly Hills Cop. You so have you seen part 2? What? No. no. Oh, we got to watch Beverly Hills. Those got to be on the list. Like those are coming up soon. Beverly Hills Cop I mean, is I want to rewatch good. both Beverly Hills Cops. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. This list is getting longer than my Bronson Peen shots. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't take much. <laughs> oh, where's my three inches drop when I need it? <laughs> we can put that in post. Uh, I could post it in. Yeah, um, that's what you need more post. Yeah. <laughs> so these these guys in this movie, so Christopher Walken, so yeah, even his role is like pretty small. Yeah, you know, it's it just is, that one yeah. good thing. Dennis Hopper, his role is really small. Yeah. Everybody <sighs> just showed up for I mean, six or eight minutes. Call it good. And then even like some of those guys that were like the mafia goons in that trailer scene are like, oh, I've seen that guy in like five things. Right. Yeah. Oh, you don't know their names, but you recognize them. You're like, oh, they always play that kind of guy. Oh, he was in The Wire (laughs) or he was in uh, uh, The Sopranos. Yeah. Sopranos or whatever. Yeah. The worst actor in this whole movie is Christian Slater, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's Christian terrible. Slater's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's who he that's always who Christian Slater is. Yeah, he's Except like Except for Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson Light. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. not yeah. terrible. He's not terrible. The golfer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's not terrible in Mr. Robot. I would highly he's, recommend that TV show. I yeah. watched the first season of it and he wasn't great in it. It gets way better. <laughs> Yeah, I watched a couple of them. I don't think he's a bad actor. I just in this movie, he was he was out he was outdone by everybody else. Yeah. He's in um very bad things, right? I think oh. I've seen him in that. You watched very bad things? I did, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is it weird that that's one I've seen? You probably seen weird. Broken Arrow Broken Arrow, right? Mm, probably. Him and John Travolta. Travolta. Yeah. I think so. Crash the I B2 think bomber. I think I saw that movie with my dad in like 1996 on VHS. And it was the first time I ever heard someone talk about needing to get laid. And I understood what that meant. That's like where I remember learning that phrase from. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You should tell <laughs> you should tell Christian that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say we should call my dad and tell him that. <laughs> he might go, Me too. Me too. Right, yeah. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> um, um you know Hey, hang on. My uh my glass is getting dry and uh I need to get a refill. How? So maybe we should take a quick break and yeah. hear from our sponsors. I think we should definitely take breaks when someone's about to make a point. Let's do it. <laughs> take a break. <laughs> I'll see you guys when we get back. Okay, good. I gotta go find the uh, kilometer. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. 
What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. The, the assholes who muted me. <laughs> hey, guys. Jeez, I for- Ryan, I just revolutionized this. I forgot I could do that. <laughs> we should probably get to the clamometer. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> unique New York. Unique New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah. Kilometer and uh, I mean, clamometer. Homework. I said kilometer. Clamometer. I always just like how hard Ryan hits the word Bongo. <laughs> yeah. Bongo drums. What kind of drums? Uh, Bongo, Bongo drums. drums. It's been so long, I can't remember why we were talking about the clamometer and homework. But it's in the drop. <laughs> well, because right. every movie that you have to watch for the next episode is your homework. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That was when we were first fine-tuning. <laughs> I like time. How, what episode I, is this? What episode is this that we're recording right now? Three, Brother... Right, so I like how 22 episodes, we have 22 films and the works of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're dialing it in. And and movies, sure. we found our lane. I mean, movies I are guess. good. Every time we, we I should hear do that, a few more music episodes. Every time I hear that drop, when Bill says kilometer, I always think of the Mitch Hedberg joke when he talks about Miles Davis playing in Canada kilometer davis i always think that's very funny <laughs> but anyway i don't know why it cool. is just that word i think triggers yeah. that kilometer um, davis so i'd like to preface this by saying that we've had oh, drink, a ma- drink yeah right oh yeah <laughs> nobody, said preface nobody but you knows what you're talking about so that's good hey, hey guys you know what's the best thing to do on a podcast inside jokes inside jokes <laughs> Um, Let's bring you in. Ryan made a drinking game where we have to drink every time Rick says preface or per what's se. the other one? Per se. Per se, yeah. Um, I'm all about I was the gonna, peas. I was going to say that um, the clamometer has malfunctioned today. And I, I have our scores. Malfunction. I, malfunction. I, I can't tell you exactly where this falls compared to other movies, but I think we could probably figure it out. Okay, so anyway, Ryan, let's talk about where we scored this movie. I don't remember. <laughs> well, this I'll is such you. a good segment. I'll tell you. <laughs> Ryan, when we decided that Bill should watch this movie, we thought he wasn't going to like it very much. No. But there's a few saving graces, you know, Drexel, like I said, androgynously yep. racially racial character. <laughs> um, it's not White you, Boy Day. It's not White Boy Day. But you decided that Bill would be a 42 degrees and I would be a 48 degrees. Nicely done, Rick. First time in the history (laughs) of this podcast that Rick has made it through without saying percent. I really had to focus in. (laughs) And when I was even saying the word, I felt like it was coming out wrong. But I think I did it. Well, it wasn't wrong per se. <laughs> I, sh- I should have prefaced that by saying, I'm not going to say percent. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Bill, 
What did you think of True Romance? I was not a huge fan of this movie overall, but I felt like it had a few saving graces. Uh, <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary Oldman's scene is amazing. He yeah. is so good in this. Oh, I forgot to tell um, you. Wait, I forgot something, guys. Do you know who was going to play that role when Tarantino thought he could direct that movie? Tarantino was going to play that role. It would have been very different. Totally. It would have been. Yeah. 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 Gary Oldman Um, crushes it. I saw something on Amazon. I had to pause it for, I think someone walked in the room or something, but uh, I saw something that said that there were going to be a bunch more scenes with Drexel, but they just couldn't get him in. Oh, it would have been awesome. Like you could watch a whole movie with that guy in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the best. So, he was so good. I actually love Brad Pitt's character on the couch as a stoner in this. Yeah, that's just like, that's really actually funny. Brad Pitt's life, right? <laughs> and and how do how do I say Balky's real name? Bronson, Bronson Pinchot. Pinchot. So Bronson Pinchot. Um, Thanks for asking. Thanks for clarifying that you yeah. are going to listen to glad us. Glad you yeah. asked. Uh, he, he's, he's good in this. I like him in everything. Yeah. And that whole scene at the amusement park is great too. So I felt like this, this had like so many, this movie was way funnier than Caddyshack, by the way. It was just funnier. There's so many more like laugh out loud moments. I love, I would watch this movie 10 times before I'd ever think about watching Caddyshack again, because it's just, there's so many good things about it. I didn't, you know, it was predictable, but at least there was a story. Like it had all the things a movie should have. And I like that, you know, it's written well. Tarantino's a good writer. Okay. And um, it was, it was acted well. They had a great cast. So like all the pieces were there. The cast it wasn't was necessarily my favorite movie. But I enjoyed it, and I can see why some people could love it. And I can also see why some people might not like it. But I don't think anyone could watch it and say that it's terrible or that it sucks like some of the other movies. Feeling you guys good here, Rick. Watch. So, actually, my, my rating for this movie is uh, way above what you guys both guessed at. That's and fine. I put That's this fine. movie at I put this movie at a 61. Oh, that's the same as that actually sounds like Christmas story to me. Yeah, I I put yeah. it up there with Christmas story. Although I think Christmas story was and good more like a 68 or a 67. I think it's I think more in good fellas was 61. Good fellas range. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we'll find out next week, won't we? When you yeah, find the Rick doesn't have the fucking kilometer with him. I'll find it. And if I if I I mean, I'll fix it. And when it's fixed, I'll get it working. Cool couple of questions about this movie for the you two. Um, one, the music. The marimba, xylophone, whatever shit, like whenever there was like an interstitial oh, kind of yeah, scene. Yeah, I didn't what like the that. Fuck? It took me, I didn't like it at all. No. That took me out of the movie. If they were like, trying it, to it foreshadow. It you out of the scenes. Yeah, if they were trying to foreshadow Cancun as the goal of the whole movie, they miss the mark by a thousand percent yeah that, no like, that that do, 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 yeah do, 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 i know what you're talking about that weird in between scenes no, uh, music that, that they sucks. did oh, that was terrible yeah. yeah that was bad rick yes do you do you have an opinion i didn't really think about it okay. i didn't notice it i'd have to go back and think about it some <laughs> also, more it's it's bad it's Bill, real bad you you 
just skimmed over the top of this, but the Christopher Walken, Dennis Hopper scene. I love it. I like that scene a lot. And it was another, like one of my least favorite scenes that happens over and over and over again in movies is tell me what I want to know. No punch you in the face. Tell right. me what I want to know. No. Yeah. I now mean, I'm going to kill tired. your wife or your girlfriend or shoot your finger off. Okay. Here's what you need to know. Like, right. I hate that, that trope, right? I love it when someone doesn't break and they're like, Goes all the you're way. Gonna, they're, yeah. they're smart enough to be like, you're going to fucking kill me anyway. So go ahead. And that happened with Dennis Hopper. It happened with Alabama. Yeah. I love those scenes where someone's like, I'm not going to break. I don't I think, Screw you. My my whole point with that scene is those two guys are huge at that point. Like they are acting titans. So and they're is this before or, is this before or after Dennis Hopper was in Speed? Before. Right after Speed was ninety two, right? Okay. No, really? I, I didn't think, think Speed was that old. Pretty sure Speed it's was pretty 92. old. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else Dennis Hopper would be in. Speed came out in 1994. Okay. Wait, are you, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. Him we, from wait, speed. Wait, we need to preface this. With oh, saying, God damn it. <laughs> all right. So you think that this was like, oh, oh, this isn't the first movie Dennis Hopper was in. This might have been before or after speed. Like, you're not going to go back to like the 60s and stuff. Like, you're not going to talk about like Easy Rider or any of those kind of movies. Never yeah, seen it. I know, but like I've you, seen him in Speed. That's what I know him from is Speed. But you know and he's that, like, great as the villain in Speed. Sure, but does that even make? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you, and I can't talk to you about it anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just I felt like we were leaving this podcast, and and there were some things that needed to be talked about. No, Dennis Hopper's great in yeah. this and Speed. Yeah, and and like Apocalypse Now <laughs> and Blue Velvet. And never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> That's all I know him from. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll get we'll get you some Dennis Hopper movies. What do you know about your life? Walk in front other than Saturday Night Live. Joe Dirt, maybe. Uh, I watched the pro. I watched no, never seen it. I watched the Prophecy movies, mm. and then he's also in Catch Me If You Can, which I like. And um, catch me, please. Two two mice fell into a bucket of cream. (laughs) Wait, why are you guys doing Lord Michael's impressions? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a little different. Um, So, speed came out. Okay, then. Speed came out. We we got to figure out what's happening next. Speed came out in 1994. (laughs) Okay. Wait, what's next? (laughs) Jeez, something's wrong with Bill's internet. Um, his head fell off. <laughs> okay, it's not the internet. <laughs> I've been racking my brain with a movie to watch, and I think I came up with one. Uh, because we don't have a list a mile long. <laughs> so when we were talking about this movie, I heard you guys talking about people that you love in this movie and how good they did. Right? I thought maybe we should bring it back to a day, a year that we don't talk about a lot on this podcast, maybe like 1995. <laughs> okay. And oh, cool. there's, a, there's a movie starring Val Kilmer, who we know we love from 1993 movies. Yep. Right. And Ryan's boy, mm-hmm. Tom Sizemore. Fuck. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Bill, have you ever seen heat? 
Nope, never seen it. Oh, okay. There, there might be a little special appearance by a couple of guys named Pacino and De Niro. Why would you tell him that? He's about to guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, we got to talk to you about some stuff. Um, I hey, just get so excited, and then I get I defeated. Know, right. Um, so, like, oh, Bill, when you go and you turn on the movie, don't confuse this with Sandra Bullock and... Wait, no, never mind. I'm not going to tell you this. Never mind. I'll make that joke next week. No, I've seen the I've No, I've seen the heat. <laughs> right, yeah, don't watch the heat. Just yeah. heat. No, that was awesome. <laughs> that was funny. Right. Yeah, speaking of people that were in Speed for the first time, if that was their first movie, Dennis Hopper and Sandra Bullock made their <laughs> yeah. debut in Speed. Yeah, great. All right. Uh, Bill. What do you think this movie's about, Bill? Yeah. Okay. Heat. And then you brought up the heat, which is like slang for the cops when you're a criminal, right? So, and you said Pacino and De Niro, classic yeah. crime guys. You blew, you blew thinking, that, Ryan. Uh, my load. You yep. so ready. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking De Niro and who is the other guy you said? <laughs> Pacino. They're... They're in the Godfather as criminals, so this is probably building on that, trying to recapture that magic. Uh, they are competing crime families, and the heat is Val Kilmer. He's the like cool cop with the shades. I'm thinking he probably looks a lot like the uh, T-3000 from Terminator 2, or whatever that was. I um, yeah. T-1000. Yeah. And so, like, sure, whatever. And so, yeah, he is is tracking them down. And uh, I'm going to guess it's like a very departed kind of thing, right? Like, and it, it so many of those movies, I have seen The Departed. Now I've seen True Romance. I've seen other movies like this. It probably ends in some like big bloody shootout with everyone dying at the end. Okay. All right. So well, gangster uh, movie, Val Kilmer's a cop. Ends in a bloody shootout. Yep. You got it. All right. Bye. (laughs) I'm terrible at this job. (laughs) It's fine. We get it. We haven't done it very long yet. No. Um, All right. So I think he's going to like this movie. I think he will, too. It's a good movie. It's really Uh, good. He liked True Romance at a 61. Yeah. This movie is better than True Romance. For sure. So... Um, that's where my head's at. Has he? Have we talked about any Michael Mann movies yet? No. Well, <laughs> I tried to bring this up, but I got interrupted too many times. Weird. Um. Wait. Oh, Michael Mann. Never yeah. mind. This is a different story. I was going to say <laughs> earlier that I used to always confuse Tom Sizemore with uh, Michael Madsen all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, but anyway, uh, no, we haven't talked about anything about Michael Mann. But it, the thing is about talking about anything with. Bill is he doesn't know he's anything about anything anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter because he's he's. We know he's never seen. We asked him about Last of the Mohicans, right? And I think Michael Mann wrote that. Yeah, um, he's probably seen. Mm, what was the one I with Jamie Foxx and um, and um, Tom Collateral? Collateral? Yeah, Collateral. Yeah, I bet he's he maybe has seen that because Tom Cruise is in it, right? It. Yeah, Tom Cruise, yeah. Jamie Foxx, Audio Slave on the soundtrack. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So anyway, um, you know what? I don't think there's a lot to talk about. I think that this movie's going to be good, and I'm just going to give you my score. Yeah, go for it. I think he's going to like it as 70%. I was go- Degrees. 70 degrees. I wrote down degrees on my sheet here, yeah. but I said percent on accident. I was, I'm feeling a 75. I'm getting oh, that's way up there. Big time. All right. I mean, AR-15s in the street and shit. I bet you could say that term to him and he wouldn't even know what you meant, but we're not going to. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it for um, another pod. Right. All right. Well, let's bring him back. Let's just wrap this piece up. Hi, Bill. Hey, guys. What's up? We are back. Um, so, Rick and I have a guest. You're going to watch Heat um, for the uh-huh. next episode. And are you guys in one accord, or is there massive disagreement again? No comment. So, Ooh. yeah, mystery science theater. Yeah, it's it, it's a it may be it, we might be a civic. <laughs> sure, you, you you're, said a, you're in you, one a civic. You, you said a chord. No, I got it. I got <laughs> it. Okay, yeah, it's a Honda. I really know. Sometimes you throw you throw yeah, them out always, there. You know, hope it sticks. Doesn't always work. No, that was, that was always one of the like Sunday school jokes that we told was like, when is like a Honda mentioned in the Bible when all the disciples were in one accord? <laughs> Got right? it. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. You know, yeah. like, like, like ba- baseball was in the beginning. <laughs> story time with cool. Bill. Story time with Bill. Story time yeah. with Bill. Story yeah. time with Bill. Yeah. Tennis is when Moses served in Pharaoh's court. <sighs> okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't uh, want to burn yeah, all this content I, I in one episode. All, I, I could go all day. Well, <laughs> guys, I think that about wraps it up for this week. I really would like to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you <laughs> listening. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miss Education of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miss Education of Bill. And please do email us at Miss Education of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on all the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. You can check out their new video on YouTube, Trauma Queen. Also, they have a brand new record coming out this summer. I urge you all to check it out. Rick, what's the name of that record? Silver Bullet. Sounds just like Kurzweil. Kurzweil. All right, guys. Rick. Do you have anything you want to leave our listeners with for this week? Uh, no, I think that next week will be fun because Bill's going to like this movie. We're going to have two movies in a row that Bill kind of likes. And that's Ooh. fun to do. Ooh, Bill, anything from you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Keep on keeping on. Thanks for listening. Uh, these two guys are assholes and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.